21. How are you, me old mate, Mick? Oh, good, Trent. So starting off the season in a bit more normality. We're in the same room together um, and just finished a pretty good interview, which we'll touch on a little bit later. Yeah. Uh, so looking forward to the season opener later on today. Yeah, exactly. Well, I don't know whether I'll cut this in the same um, same thing, but so basically the lovely people at Amazon got in touch, which we thought was a joke, but we had to read the email a couple of times, but it, it wasn't a spam. It wasn't the Prince of Arabia wanting to borrow a million dollars, but it was, um, yeah, re- like so, so nice of them to to want to do, I guess, the alternative side of um, AFL media. Um, and they you know, were nice enough as well to send us the screeners, which gave us enough time to you know watch it over the last few weeks. So yeah, look, it's a, if you haven't seen Making Their Mark, please check it out. It's, it's, you'll love it. Um, there's no way you won't. It's really, really well done. And um, yeah, we got to sit down with, with Luke and Gil, um, who are the, you know, two of the main people behind it. And um, yeah, it was a fascinating conversation. We went in a whole range of different areas and, and spoke for exactly to the second of an hour, which, is, uh, which was weird. I thought that was a mistake too. But um, so yeah, no, it's, it's, a, it's a lot of fun. They're really open. I've heard them obviously on you know, SCN and other things, which is a lot more shorter form. They've only really got like five, 10 minute crosses, but this is yeah. a really interesting conversation that goes you know, right into it, which is, uh, which is our MO. And theirs as well, um, having interviewed that, that well, other long format and get more detail. Yeah, that's why they do want to talk to us, yeah, because like, there's just not really a lot of this kind of thing. So um, massive thanks to our sponsors at Hopstone. Hopstone are back on board for this year, which is awesome. Um, yeah, please check out hopstone.com.au. You can use the promo code AFLDEEPDIVE to get $20 off your first pack. Uh, great selection of beers. I haven't opened the new one, but I'm sure there's a lot of interesting things in there. So it's a craft beer subscription service. Uh, where you get a monthly pack uh, sent out to you, which um, makes it easy to get delicious beer. And it's extremely well priced. So with $20 off, it's an absurd price. Yeah. Um, it's already a very good price, but it's going to be yeah ridiculous price. So, yeah, definitely check it out. You can pause it, you know, resume, and it's a pretty kind of modern model. Um, yeah, hopstone.com.au. Beautiful. All right, so we'll keep this episode uh, pretty brief, obviously, with the game uh, tonight. Tonight, and we'll want to get this up, and so you can have a quick listen. So we're just going to run through our our tips and go into a little bit of probably analysis about each team and what we think. But uh, we'll get back to our sort of normal format in the next week or so. Yeah, well, we also just spent an hour doing the interview, but we also yeah. did say. Uh, we did say, to be fair, we did say this year we wouldn't be doing season previews just because the season finished so late. We're just going to be talking about the same thing. Yeah. Normally, there's about four or five months, I guess, in between, but not not this year. Like, it was back end of October, so we don't, we're really going to be talking about all the same things. So Absolutely. And my old mate next to me, Trent, has a uh, new dad, so he's got, uh, got a fairly hectic life, so it will be a little bit different uh, this year. We'll um, just get to it when we can but we'll obviously engage with our audience as much as possible we'll, we'll do the tips for the round and we'll have a bit of a chat about it two, two really quick things just to cover off because a lot of people have asked us questions around them obviously this this sub rule things come in um literally at the last second um i really enjoyed finding that old tweet from 2018 when um stephen hawking said there, there won't be rules made uh, after October, that was that was nice to to retweet yes. that back into the timeline. But um, so obviously absurd timing that that goes without saying. So what 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 I guess we, you and I haven't spoken. What, what do we what do we think about this? I, I think it's a, a ridiculous idea. Obviously to do it this late, I think it's idiotic and it's going to get exploited. What what was that's yeah. What what are your thoughts? Yeah. So um, hectic life on my side of things as well. Not, not with the baby, but just with training. And I heard rumours that they might may have dropped it. 
I like Trent. I don't like Gwen. I don't think there should have been changes from last year. Um, every year makes it much more challenging. We've already seen how difficult it was for the umpires and players to adjust. So, yeah, not a fan. I don't know much about what this new sub rule is. I'm assuming it's just someone there. 23rd. To, with the just concussion. in case someone has a concussion, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. in theory, yeah, it's a good idea, but... To bring it in this late, yeah. It's exactly what you think it is. So, yeah. it, it, it's not, yeah. I just think, yeah, we, we can't not talk about how ridiculously late it is. I, I just think, literally on the eve of the season, season, like less than, I think it was like 32 hours from the game. They, they yeah, and, and from what we hear uh, from within each club, it, it's challenging enough with a six-day turnaround or five-day turnaround to prepare for the game ahead, let alone having a rule change literally less than 24 hours before the bounce. <laughs> Yeah, well, I, 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 look, you know, we, we were going to do an episode and then it just didn't have time, but we were going to talk about, you know, man on the mark. We've been asked a shitload of questions around all of that side of thing. I, I think the biggest thing for me is, and we've often said this, that we need to see it in practice. I, I need to see some games. Like, I know they had the, like, you know, people are like, oh, well, now that we've seen it, it's like, we haven't really seen it. Like, we saw the tiny amount of stuff out of the Amy um, games, but that... They're practice games. And yeah, they've never been. That's a not clear, going to be how it'll play. Never we, been a clear indicator of no, how the season unfolds anyway. No, exactly. The, the, the reality is like the season's going to play out so differently. The, the coaches will challenge it in different ways. The as much as the clubs are obviously trying to avoid injuries, that that didn't work. There was like four thousand injuries, which is another interesting conversation, I guess. I, I, it does raise the the question of whether we shouldn't be doing these preseason games. But anyway, that's a, a separate conversation. But in terms of um, in terms of this, like I, I, we have not seen enough. I need to see four or five games at uh, round, sorry, and then yeah. I'm like, okay. I think by round six we'll have a much yeah. better indication of what these uh, rule changes, especially the the mark, has um, on the game. It doesn't seem like a great idea, but at the same time, I can see where it could work, but I can also see where it can look like little league. So I, I'm not totally, yeah. I, look, we, reality is we need to see it. So for all the people that keep saying, what do we think? I can't think yet because no. I, I need to see it. So, Sorry. but yeah, we'll, we'll let, maybe we, I guess, reconvene that conversation later on um, in, in a few weeks. Really quickly as well, like a lot of people, I, I think we've said, we've made our view on this, I, I guess, known over the time, but what, what, like, what do we think about the night grand final going back to today? Do we, does it, does it matter? Do we care? I, I, I think really quickly, I, before we get into the round, I, I just think it's a massive missed opportunity Last year was way too late, and then with the concussion to Vlosten and the Ablett injury, there was a, like a, the first quarter went for like six hours. So I, I, it definitely was way, way, way too late. Like it was really late. Like I think the game, what did the game finish like eleven fifteen or something ridiculous? Like it was uh, people it was exhausting. So yeah. I think it, it, but I think there's a compromise. I, I the AFL is clearly wanting to go down the route of putting a blanket around the fans and just doing what the fans want. But well, this then like the next week, then they drop this several the very last second. So uh, uh, Gill's had a very weird week. I don't think he was very good on 360. Oh, it's one of the first interviews I've seen where he actually looked out of control. He's normally in control. He looked out of it. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very confused as did Hawking as well in that presser. But oh, look, yeah, again, after the, after last year, like bringing back, as much normality to our game as possible is a good thing. Yeah. And obviously, it's hard to judge a night grand final in a, a semi-tropical environment. Or yeah. In Melbourne, is it going to be different at, at night because we're not going to have the, the, the dew sort of um, dewiness that they get up at the, in Queensland at that time of the year? Who knows? I, I, I'm, I guess because there's always other changes going on, the traditionalist in me, I, I, I like the 
day grand final. I don't mind if it gets pushed back a little bit to encourage more international viewing. So yeah. like a four o'clock or a midday or mid-afternoon start, that's totally fine. Uh, but look, leave it up to the clan. I'm not really phased. As a spectacle, as long as it's a good game of football, I really don't care whether it's at night or day. No, but I think that to me, there's a compromise and it's in the middle. middle. It's, it's, yeah. a, it's a twilight game. And I mean, it starts at like 4.30. So it's still fairly during the day. It's only a couple of hours later than normal. And then the second half gets viewed in prime time by shit loads more people. Like, yeah. I know everybody was at home. I know Victorians were, you know, all, all locked up. And I get it, I get it, I get it. But a million more people watched it. And this mm. is this, and in, if you look at specifically in Queensland and New South Wales, the numbers were really good. And the numbers on, on, on um, like, ASBN and all the other international um, channels were significantly more. So it's something I, I we could have, I guess, raised in the interview, just gone. But with, um, I can't remember the exact answer, but with, what are these, what was like 240, whatever it is, countries, the new Amazon documentaries going into um, that'll see our game, how we could not put it on a slightly better time, I just don't understand. To me, that seems absolutely ridiculous. We want to grow the game, particularly at the moment where we want to, we need to earn more money, pay for Tassie, pay for, you know, the, the, the yeah. what is essentially still a, a, what will be success, but Queensland's costing us a lot of money. And for those who aren't aware, broadcast rights literally well, yeah. are, are the foundation. Surely people know now after last year. <laughs> yeah, the, the, it, it is the foundation and... Yeah. that the AFL is based on without the money that comes through these broadcasting deals, uh, then it's not the sport and, and um, behemoth that it is in Australia without that. So, yeah, uh, yeah there's got to be a bit of give and take um, and, and they'll work through it. But look, for this year, I'm very happy that it's just a little bit of normality to the game yeah. back in Victoria and well, it is what it is and then let's go. There's too much time spent on talking about it. I, 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 compl- yeah. I completely am sick of the talk, but... I just don't understand. This was a perfect opportunity, really, after last year to acknowledge that, yeah, that was too late, that didn't work. Definitely don't. I wouldn't go that late with something like that, particularly if there's, you know, injury timeouts and all that kind of stuff, but which can absolutely happen. I know that was a very unique situation with two players basically going out at the same time. That was a very, very bonkers start to a grand final, very but nice. one of the probably biggest, you know, it felt like 89 in terms of the, the insanity around the injuries. But that said, like... Yeah. Anyway, that's we've, we've said it. That's it. Um, I let's okay. So what do, I think that's they're really the main things that people keep asking us about. Yep. Um, there are a couple of things that people have asked us in relation to, um, in relation to uh, the season and other bits and pieces in general that we kind of worked into the interview. So check out the interview because there's a few questions that you asked us a to ask these guys. Um, from making their mark and also be like just general season questions that kind of got answered in that. So definitely check that conversation out. Tonight, we have Tonight. Richmond and Canton. Yeah, what, what, so what do you think? It's another Obviously belt. the traditional uh, round one season opener. And yeah. look, yeah, I, 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 too many injuries on Carlton's list at the moment. Um, I think they're going to be better this year as yeah. a club overall uh, and could be pushing the eight. But I think Richmond will come out as they have for the last few years and win and probably win very comfortably. I, I just think, yeah, it's 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 not they've not won since twenty twelve. It, it's going to happen. This is not it. Surely. Like this would be an incredible win. Richmond would have to play very, very poorly. And that's not a, a blight on Carlton. They've got so many injuries. Richmond are obviously a juggernaut. They're unfurling two flags, like to lose on that night. 
yeah. I, I think would be and also just to, just to uh, lay to rest all the potential uh, disruptions that they've had uh, <laughs> at the start of this year uh, and supposed uh, oh. sort of mistrust and distrust between Captain and Coach. So I think they got a little bit of proof. Uh, things to prove so yeah we'll just see a very uh, clinical Richmond display um, yeah. and I think they win by 20 odd points the, the G and the crowd being back is just too too important yeah. uh, just really quickly on Hardwick obviously like this is not a podcast that you know covers the the drama um, I one thing I wanted to note and we didn't get to mention this and it, I couldn't really work it in as a question because it doesn't really go anywhere <laughs> there was more of a statement but I just think anyone that thinks that this surely, after having watched that Making Their Mark documentary, how much Hardwick has this group, how much they absolutely love him, how, him. how much they trust him, how much, how, just how good that system is, now that we've, def, like you can't doubt it at all after watching that documentary, he's incredible. Mm. I can, like I cannot think how this affair thing would possibly derail like that. I know, like if they lose games, it'll be like a Daily Mail type of oh. article. But that, like, please, like, I, I we've had people saying, "Oh, do you think it'll it'll derail the blah blah blah?" Yeah. Like, surely you can't have that opinion. Like, uh, even after not having seen the documentary, it seemed a little bit absurd. But after having watched it, surely that that's not going to be your view. Like, that this is not going to not going to affect it anyway. I wouldn't think so. No, I, I think Richmond by I don't know four goals. That they, they know as well. This is a you remember last year they, they got well, way in front. It was like quarter time was like 36 to 2 or something like that. They, all, they, they know this. Obviously, they've done it three times out of four. They know this is a, um, a long season. A long season, and now it's even longer. It's a marathon season. It's a little bit like if the Bulls had kept going, you know, with that shorter lockout season in retrospect, whether if they had kept that dynasty together with the shorter season, older bodies, maybe that would have worked. I actually think it's going to it's going to help Richmond that they had a shorter season last year, less running the legs, um, shorter games, 17, 17 games, all that kind of stuff. You know, what really cooked Hawthorne and Brisbane in the end was the, the minutes, just purely it's the long game. Yeah, exactly. And it's the same as like Golden State as well. Any, any, you just, you just, it's that's why like four is basically impossible to do because it, it just gets to the point where, and obviously Hawthorne got extremely close. Um, I know Brisbane lost that 04 grand final pretty heavily, but they were still in it. They so got to the grand final. They got there. Yeah. So the reality is like two teams have gotten extremely close to doing. Um, I think Richmond will be. We'll look back. As, I think if, if if they win it, it's definitely going to be a piece of history in that they were lucky in some respects. Obviously, like lucky, like they had such a such a bullshit season, really. Mm. But also, like you know, we we have a situation where they had a shorter season, so I think it will help them. I I, I think they can absolutely win it again. But they know they know it's a long way to go. So they're they're going to tune things. You know, they might even like. You know, the reality is they're probably, if they're way up in the fourth quarter, they'll barely play Martin and, and players like that. There's no point yep. when you've got so long to go. Um, yeah. Uh, the Adam Trelaw Cup on Friday night, Collingwood versus the Western Bulldogs. Yeah, really interesting, this game. Uh, obviously, there's been a lot talked about as every season about Collingwood and where they're going to be. Uh, this this list that keeps continuing to make finals but never getting to the heights of, um, was it 2011? What's that? Premiership, but this Collingwood team, uh, uh, twenty Um So they've been making finals for a decade now, um, and whether this is the year that they slide a little bit, it'll be interesting. Uh, doggies look really good um, again. Probably, 
I'm, I'm leaning towards a dog, so I, I think uh, oh, yeah. they, they showed what they're capable of last yeah. year. They picked up some great recruits over the off-season. Um, looked pretty solid in the Community Cup and, and some pre-season games. So I'm going with the dogs for... Oh, uh, maybe three goals. Um, and yeah. I think it'll be a roller coaster game. I think we'll see a lot of lead changes throughout the game. I, I think dogs win. Um, I still have all the same. We spoke about this in the trade period review. I still have all the same concerns with Collingwood's um, system, given what happened. Um, obviously with Trelaw, but everybody else. I'm, I'm definitely concerned. Definitely concerned around Collingwood's offensive abilities. I think it's still going to be the same problems as last year. I've got them outside the eight. I don't think Collingwood make the eight. I don't think Buckley continues. I think he'll end up somewhere else, which is a separate conversation. We should do our ladders and and brand line and all that kind of stuff as well um, at some point. The yeah, so dogs, dogs for me. Bond Bond looks absolutely ridiculous. You know, I, he will play more. I actually had him as my brand low tip, but now I'm not quite sure. We'll, we'll have a conversation about that maybe next week. But I don't... He's going to play more time up forward, which will hurt his chances of winning it. But interestingly, you know, like Dusty and Abel and these guys, a lot of Flags. them, a lot of them win it in the year, in their eighth year. Like it's, I saw a graph recently, like in the seventh or eighth year is quite common. Um, there's not that many outside of that mold, like Fife as well. So I think, anyway, the, the point is that He's going to have a stellar season. The, the midfield's stacked to the nines. Um, I think down back they probably could be a little bit better, but it's not it's not awful mm. by any means. Um, that's probably their weakest point of the ground. But yeah, I mean, if they can get Norton up and about Bond, you know, that, the, the reality is Bond can play sixty percent forward now, which is wild. Like to have the luxury of this guy, he's yeah, so which good. Allows Wallace then to yeah. be someone it's else. They can go midfield and back, yeah. uh, midfield and, and, and forward as well. So there's exactly. a lot of versatility. It's going to be very hard for teams to match up against this doggies yeah. side if they can stay injury free. Yeah, they have what Freo wants, which is to keep five forward and, and have a ridiculous midfield. But that, that's the thing; it's that it's that luxury. It's what well, I guess what Collingwood would, would like too, trying to keep. Dugowie and these kind of guys always forward, which I guess they've kind of had to now. They don't really have a choice. But anyway, that's a separate conversation. I think dogs. Yeah, dogs for me. Dog, dog. Um, then on the Saturday, we have the Ds versus the Dockers. Speaking of the Dockers, what? so this is where, where are Melbourne at? Like, I, we've got to do another catch-up with Sam. We were speaking. Yeah, I'm going to uh, reach out to him and see because he's, like he's still about three or four weeks from returning. Yeah. So it'll be good to get an interview. We haven't um, spoken to him for a while. And yeah. I think there's a lot to talk about. We haven't spoken to him about, well, he was in lockdown at the time, but it would be good to get his opinion on, on the yeah, hub as well. And all that for kind of for stuff. me, Melbourne is starting to become that Collingwood. It's like, well, they've got a lot of talent on paper, yeah, but there's no proof in the pudding yet. And I'm, I'm still quite hesitant to, to back them in uh, for the long game of this season and, and, and going deep into the finals. I'm really impressed with where Freo um Got to last year uh, from nowhere. They got probably the best, if not one of the best, young lists going around. And then obviously you got superstars like Walters and, and Fife in there as well. Yeah, I think they'll push Melbourne. It's at the G though, so that's the only reason I'm going with D's in a very close one. I think one or two goals is in it. Yeah, I think the D's just. But yeah, I'm not. I'm I'm the same. I, I with with. Melbourne, I, I just haven't seen enough. I need to see more, uh, obviously. And, and, yeah, they need to become much more of a... We spent so much time talking about this last year, but they need to become much more of a team. I, I think there's too many individuals in that side. And um, and it could be too hard to gauge while know. Brown and, and Wiedemann are, are out. Like, how do we know that... How, how are they going to kick goals with those two key forwards? To be Freer convinced? can win this game, for oh, sure. Freer could definitely easily win this game. Uh, just, They've got injuries too, though. Yeah, just concerned that, yeah, first game away from home, it's... Yeah. 
usually a big ask. So well, they're going to be challenged in the ruck heavily. So yeah, D's just for me. Uh, and then Adelaide versus Geelong. Um, caps, yeah, caps. Do Adelaide finish bottom of the ladder? Or is nah, it north? North, north, north yeah. yeah, we'll just go with that. Um, I, I think Adelaide will be vastly improved on last year. I think, yeah. I think they'll win more than one game. Um, but yeah, Cats for me. I, yeah, well, after having seen the documentary, like I think making their mark for me, I think um, Adelaide actually look like they're really on the right path. I, I think their fans should be confident. Um, but yeah, I, I think surely, yeah, Cats will, Cats will win this. Yeah. Um, they're stuck to the nines. It's 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 make or break for Geelong. They they, 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 they need to win this flag. We they, thought they were all in last year. They they, they, they won that hand. Well, kind of won that hand. They got a little bit back, and now they're gone all in and, and borrowed some Cameron from the bank well. to 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 go for a flag um, before flat. some of those senior players really ret- get to retire. Well, they're in that Dangerfield window exactly. So I think that's the thing. They've really thrown all the chips in. They have to win this one really. If they don't win the flag, it's it's a quite a big. Yeah. I know that get, sounds harsh, but it's a quite a big thing. Yeah, to bring Isaac Smith and uh, Jeremy Cameron into that already yeah. grand final team. It's the same thing with Sydney when they got Buddy and did what they did. I think they with that with they that deal being signed, they needed to win at least one premiership. Oh, um, unfortunately, they got close, but they didn't get it. So. Exactly. Yeah. So make cats for me in this one. Cats as well. Um, in the uh, line in the sand style, Essendon Hawthorne. What do we think about this game? I think Essendon. I actually like was funny. Like I, I in the preseason games, I was actually quite impressed with Essendon. They actually look okay. I don't think they're going to get like they're going to lose a lot of games, and they're definitely going to lose some games pretty heavily at times. But I think they're going to be all right through the season. I actually think they're going to be competitive. I think they'll finish like twelfth or you know maybe kind of eleventh. I think they might get you know. Only a couple of games, maybe. You should have the eight, but they're, they're, yeah, they're going to get belted as well. And I, and I was, I was a bit the same. And then, yeah, saw some of some of their play through the the preseason, and it looks like Truck has got the trust in that playing group and a system yeah. that they can work with. I think they make, and it always, uh, it's always a potential when you've got an outgoing coach and an incoming coach working together, but they've got slightly different philosophies. That in a player's mind, that must be hard. So, well, which way are we going? Well. Why are we playing this way when we know next year it's going to be a different uh, style? So hopefully this this system works well. Again, very heavily uh, big injuries. They've got some key, key players out coming up against uh, a very different-looking Hawthorne side who, again, they look pretty sharp in the preseason yeah. as well. Whether there's enough experience for Hawthorne to get up um, and expose a, a pretty wounded Essendon side at the moment, potentially. I'll toss of the coin, I'm... I'm Tipping my boys, Hawks, to, to just get up, um, but not because I think they're a better team. I think it's just as kick some key pillars in, at Essen that it won't be on the field on the weekend that um, might just expose Hawthorne, um, expose Essen for Hawthorne to get a sneaky win to start the season because they do have a tough month to well, start. Well, Hawthorne are a really hard team to read. I, I don't know. I really don't know where they're going to be. I think they'll be okay, but I think, yeah, that's going to be another pretty lean couple of years. Obviously, there's two. Pretty weird story, Scully just sort of going and then um, all the stuff with Patton as well. Yeah, so ongoing investigation with the key forward, yeah. It's not good. But not I think good. I think I think Hawthorne just win this, but I think Essendon absolutely could could come out and, and make a bit of a statement absolutely. and be okay. So that that's a really kind of like flip the coin. Um, and then Brisbane, Sydney up at the Gabatoire. I mean Brisbane. Brisbane. Yeah. I think that they're, they're gonna be top four Brisbane this year. They're gonna have a massive chance at, at winning it. Um I think, yeah, I think for me, I just can't see a scenario where 
Geelong, Richmond, Port and Brisbane make up the four. Not necessarily in that order, but I, I just don't see how that doesn't happen. I think, you know, obviously West Coast can, can nip in. There's a few other things, but I, I, I think that's a, yeah. Yeah, um, same. Yeah. So, yeah, Brisbane for me. Uh, I'll need to see how this new new, new Sydney look um, before I really give them um, any backing throughout the season. I think they're going to have a, a fairly lean year like the Hawks as well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Sydney I think will be there. Yeah, Brisbane. Uh, Sydney's kids are quite good. I actually think that they're going to come good. Uh, and there's a lot of good players out of contract the next couple of years. I'm mm. sure they've got their fingers in a few... Pies. Absolutely. Obviously, they're a bit restricted. Obviously, with this absurd now, it has become completely absurd. Buddy deal. They're paying him like one point six million dollars a year, and he's not to sit, to sit down on, on the pine. Not even on the pine. Like, uh, not not even at the not at home. Even at the, yeah, at home. Uh, resting. Um. So that's that's not good. But um. Anyway, then we've got North Port. Port Adelaide. I think North. Look, I think North will be. Not. I don't think there's going to be any teams that are going to be an absolute joke this year. I think that's the thing. I think. They'll be okay. They're going to be bad. They'll only win... I reckon they win probably two, three games. Have North Melbourne actually got enough players on the list? Last I was... Just there, close. Was just close. Just there, yeah. Yeah, and, and look, they do have some talent there. I mean, obviously, Jane Stevenson is a talented player. Cunnington, uh, Zeeble. They've got some yeah. really good players. Obviously, losing Ben Brown is going to hurt massively, though. Yeah. Where do they get their goals from? That's my biggest concern. And obviously, they're coming up against... Uh, look, uh, I'm going to say right now, Port of my tip for the flag. Yeah, I think... So I think Port will come out and, and, and make a statement early on in the season that... Well, Port uh, as well. The, like Geelong, they've really loaded up too. They mm. need to really make this... I think they need to make... Well, they need to make the prelim again that they made last year. They shouldn't have lost that game uh, yeah. at home. So I think they... they Yeah, I, I think they, they really need to try and Absolutely. make the grand final for mm. sure. Um you, I could see a scenario where it's Port Brisbane in the grand final. I could absolutely see that. You know, Richmond sure. and, and Geelong fall away for the prelims and then um, I think Richmond will win another flag in this era it might not be this year though but I, I think they win a fourth I, I don't know when it'll yeah, be but I think that because they're, they're still well, they're the fifth younger side. side that's crazy <laughs> they're going to win they're going to win another one I just don't know when it'll be it'd be, it'd be absurd if they win it this year because of all the history but uh, yeah, they'll win another one. It yeah. might, but I think I wouldn't be surprised if like Port sneak this one and then Richmond win next year, like a vengeance flag. Mm. Um, and then we've got the Giants versus the Wowie. Saints. This is a really interesting game. Giants, obviously, like I've, I think we spoke a bit about this in the documentary. I don't think anyone came out poorly out of the doco. No, no um, that's not what I'm saying. But I do think that it was very interesting. I think Leon Cameron at times was was struggling. I think he was struggling. So, yeah, um, I, I think he, he may not have all of the playing group, which is a bit of a concern. It's hard with, you know, editing and all that kind of stuff. Maybe that's not what it looks like, but I, I don't know. Anyway, but it's I, I'm tipping the Saints. I think they can, I reckon they can upset. Yeah, I mean, obviously we saw some really, really good signs from the Saints last year. They got a great list. JBDS um, coming off probably their, their worst season in the last six or seven years. Yeah. Um, big loss. Uh, with Jeremy Cameron coming back home, uh, does that open up the forward line though? Did it were they too one dimensional having him up there? Who knows? Um, up there, oh, I'm going. I'm going to go with GWS uh, in this one in, yeah. in a really tight match. Again, a couple of games here where it's toss of the coin. I, I just think just at home, uh, GWS again. Uh, want to come out and say that look, last year was an aber- aberration and we're still a legitimate team. They've got talent right across the board. So Giants I'm looking forward to yeah. this game. I, I, there's so this much is probably un- the game I'm looking forward to the most. Well, there's just so much unknown as well. Like, What, is, what do the Giants look like um, without 
Um, I mean, this is the thing that kind of I run. This is harsh on Cameron, but he kind of didn't. He almost basically didn't play last oh, year either. Right. He was he was pretty bad. Uh, it's funny there was hardly any really discussion around that in the doco, which was interesting. I mean, so much of it was I guess the story was focusing on Cornelio, but wow, like he yeah he was not great, but. Um, yeah, a lot of unknowns, but I think, I don't know, I just think, think Saints can upset. A few, obviously, injury concerns, clearly. They've lost a lot of players, but I don't know. I think this might be... A, they get, if they can win a few in the first five or six rounds, they're going to go quite well. So yeah, I, I think, and, and it'll showcase how deep their list is. Yeah, I, 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 reckon they just, I reckon they just sneak it. I'm, I'm not, I, I think the Giants could miss the eight this year. Um, is a bit of a... There's going to be a lot of teams that miss take. Yeah, it's going to be tough in that, that, that lower end. I think the top four, like we said, or five teams are pretty clear, but again... Uh, making up the, the last three spots in eight is going to be hard. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then West Coast versus the Gold Coast, um, the Battle of the Coast. What do we think here? I mean, I think Gold Coast, I was super impressed with Stuart Jew. He was amazing. I, I, I think that was great. But I, 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 they act like this is going to work. I think the Gold Coast Suns yeah. is going to work. But uh, yeah. Finally. Finally? Yeah, but they've got... Off the stadium? No. As I say, like, it's just taken so, a number of years just to get the right people in place, not so much on the field, but behind the scenes. Yeah, like, exactly. So, yeah, look, Stu is amazing. He's, he's got the, the team believing in his system um, and coaching methodology. Uh, the buyers are playing in with each other and know their roles. But, yeah, I mean, it's still one of the hardest games to win is a, a very good West Coast uh, yeah. Optus. So, yeah, we've got it's to go with tough. West... Got to go with West Coast in the, in the season over, um, but I think we'll see a very competitive Gold Coast. I've got West Coast at fifth. I think that'll be quite good. So what, what we'll yeah. do, um, we'll catch up next week. We will do uh, a big chat about round two, obviously, and a bit of a chat about what happened. But also, we're definitely going to do a bit more of our... I know it's a bit hard sort of doing it once the season started, but... You, you don't have much up to round it's one. Good, it's good to have a bit of better indication of where teams are at because you see them in a full game. Yeah. What, do you know, um, what do you know about round one? Like, it, it's, you know, really, it's not... Yeah, I don't know. I don't think it matters. No, it doesn't It's pretty matter. typical deep dive style, but anyway. Um, all the best. Is. Exactly. All the best. Che- uh, please check out the interview. You'll love the documentary, even if you haven't seen it yet, actually, there's, although there's a bit of spoilers in it, but, you know, just you'll, you'll enjoy it. Watch the doco ideally first, but if you haven't seen it, you'll still... I think you'll still enjoy the conversation. Um, it was a lot of fun to chat to them. Big thanks to Hops to Home. We'll be back next week. Yeah, absolutely. Enjoy the footy this weekend, guys. Hope your team wins. Bye-bye. See ya.